What's up, world? Welcome to the Dig on Doug podcast. I'm your host, Doug, and I'm going to be bringing you episodes all about having fun, real, and deep conversations. So I hope you enjoy, and let's get digging. (laughs) What's up? What's up? What's up, listeners? Welcome to another episode of the Dig on Doug podcast. Super excited to have y'all here. Um, Another great episode. We're going into episode 31. I don't know. I think I'm counting these episodes now, 30 plus, because I'm 30 plus. So I'm like, oh, we're getting close to that 36 and then i'm gonna have to do something big for the 36 one so you gotta do something big for 36. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. so, so it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing man so i got two um great gentlemen on the on this episode with me man uh can't wait for y'all to listen to them and and uh just hear their knowledge and hear their depth of knowledge and everything um if you've listened to this podcast before one of the things that i i definitely believe in is um meeting people isn't always about the the impact uh it's not about the time you know somebody it's the impact of time that they have on your life and everything because some people right. you meet uh two weeks ago and they're like you're super close friends because it's the impact of time and everything always try to make sure people understand like just because you know somebody for 10 plus years don't mean that y'all really cool you just know somebody right. for 10 plus years but right. you can get really dope and close with somebody for um and known them just a couple of months a couple of weeks and that is definitely the um instance with these two gentlemen here um um, so I just want to welcome y'all to the podcast, Rashad and uh, Jay. Um, hey. Man, I'm super excited to have y'all here. Yeah, um, I'm going to let you go first, Jay, because you you on that uh, East Coast time. So I'm going <laughs> to let you go first, and we're going to work our way back. But uh, just introduce yourself to the people and uh, let them know a little bit about yourself. Oh, man, I'm a Jay Will, man. Um, Jay Will, uh, originally from East Oakland, California. I've been here on the East Coast for just about a year just made a year in july um diehard niner fan golden state warriors uh that's about it i mean uh what else you want to know i mean i mean but who's you like who are you beyond beyond the sports oh, like, who's, oh who's... man um positive individual man i believe in family i believe in um i uh I got. A, I don't have a lot of close friends, but the the, the close friends that I do have, I can consider them to be like family. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I'm a, I love hard. You know, if you're my boy, uh, if if I if I got five dollars, you got two fifty. You know I mean? <laughs> if I got ten dollars, you got five. If you need the whole, if you need the whole ten, you can have that too. So, you know, I, I'm I got a big heart. Hey, well, we appreciate it, man. I definitely felt that the first time I met you. So. Uh, Rashad, uh, tell them tell about yourself, man. Oh, my name's Rashad Stribling. I'm from Los Angeles, California, uh, South LA. Um, born and raised and, and beyond the sports. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, well, I'm a Packer fan. Love my Lakers and Dodgers, but beyond the sports, uh, I'm a man of faith. Uh, I love positive. I just, you know, I preach positivity uh, no matter what. Uh, I'm a self-motivated individual, um, and yeah, I, I just love to love people. You know what I'm saying, and and, and pass on positive vibes to others mm-hmm. at all times, despite you know the ups and downs we we go through uh, in life. Yeah, no, man, I, I definitely appreciate it. Again, so excited to have both of y'all on tonight. Uh, Rashad, you touched on something of of, of you love people, and mm-hmm. um, when I was getting this together and I reached out to y'all to get on this episode, I was like, man, what am I going to talk? I mean, there's so much to talk about, but I'm like, right. 
we may at least get like a tunnel for us to go in and then we'll just explore from mm -hmm. there. And so right. you just touched on that, that loving people. Um, one of the most powerful things that happened this week, um, Doc River speech, I think touched a mm -hmm. lot of people. And uh, man, it definitely made me cry. It definitely even made me tear up right now when yeah. I'm talking about it. But he talked about why doesn't this country look, we love this country, but the country doesn't love us love as black people. We are all black men and um, here on the podcast and everything. And that was so powerful to me and to hear his speech and the, mm -hmm. and him to even state that like his father was, was a cop and everything as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and, right. and I just saw both of your faces when 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 I, I brought that up. So just tell me what that what did that impact have on you when you heard that uh, Doc Rivers um, uh, just co comment conversation? Uh, let's go ahead and start with you, Rashad. Honestly, man, when I heard it, um, it, it just I, I instantly went back to this country loves black culture, but they don't <laughs> love black people. They always say you can't love black culture and not love black people because mm -hmm. we are one in the same. And the, we have to, I almost have to go back to what this country was founded on. It was founded on hate. It was founded on racism. It was founded on killing, enslaving, um, gentrifying, taking people's property and so forth. So you, you, in order to create change in this country, you have to get at the root of what's what's the problem and the root is the foundation of this country is yeah. the biggest problem because you know fast forward for you know 400 years uh later you know post-slavery we're still dealing with the same things we were fighting for <laughs> in the 60s mm -hmm. you know during the civil wow. rights era we're, we're still dealing with police brutality we're still dealing with the conscious, the, the the mindset of, as a black person in America, once you walk outside those, outside your house mm. or, or whatnot, you have to literally premeditate certain situations in your head mm. each and every day because you do not know when a situation is gonna go left because you, you are black know. in this country. And to so me, to to be able to live with that kind of trauma each and every day, that's mm -hmm. not normal, man. That shouldn't not. be, that shouldn't be, that shouldn't be normalized. And unfortunately it is normalized. Mm -hmm. And right. that's the biggest problem, Yeah, you know? And, and people are, you know, people talk about this pandemic and oh, you know, 2020 sucks. What this pandemic did was shine light on the ugliness of America. Mm -hmm. Yeah in the yep. ugliness of white supremacy in this mm -hmm. country and in mm -hmm. in the in the heartache of what it is to be black in this society mm -hmm. and that's what doc rivers uh that's what doc rivers highlighted in his powerful speech last night and mm -hmm. that's what people that's what we're going to have to continue to highlight and it can't just start with us fellas it has to we have to take it a step further and, and and honestly, it got to start with our white brothers and sisters that are on our side and that mm -hmm. are that that knows things have to change. They have to be held accountable and push that narrative to create real change in this society. And, and that's ultimately where we're going to see as black men in this in this country, black men and women in this country. We're going to mm -hmm. that's when we're going to ultimately ultimately see true change mm -hmm. in, in, in this society. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's real. Uh, what's your take yeah. on that, Jay? 
Um, I, I kind of want to piggyback on uh, what uh, Rashad was saying. Um, it is going to take. I, I was. I posted something a couple months ago on Facebook, and, I, and I'm like, you know, it, it. Yeah, we as blacks, we are very upset. But it's going to take everybody to stand up. It's going to take whites. It's going to take Asians. It's going to take mm -hmm. Mexicans. Um, going back to the Doc Rivers thing, it, it really touched me because he's a such an intense coach, and mm -hmm. and just seeing him get emotional, um, it, it made me pretty emotional. Um, yeah. uh, one, and I've said this, I've been saying this for a long time, man. But uh, one of the things that I've noticed is that, like white America, they love our entire culture. They love the way we dress. They love the way we walk. They love the way we talk. They love that, that you know, before you, you couldn't, you couldn't, you had to be like a, a, a skinny white woman. Now mm -hmm. they want boobs. They want hips. They want big lips like our women that, you know what I mean? They, they, they love everything about our culture, except they don't want to go through the things that we go through. Yeah. You know what I mean? They can steal yeah. our music. They can, you know what I mean? They can try and run like us. They can try and jump like us, shoot hoop like us, but they'll never ever, they wouldn't even want to take a walk in our shoes, not even for a week, no. not even for a day. If they had to go through the things that, that we go through just daily, like you said, when you walk out of that house every single day, you have to have your head on a swivel or just, you even have to think about it. Like for me, uh, there used to be a liquor store. I used to live across the street from a liquor store. And sometimes I would walk over to the liquor store and I'd walk out of my house and I'd tap my pocket. I'm like, whoa, I don't have my ID. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let me go mm -hmm. back in the house and get my ID because even though I'm going across the street, there's a lot that can happen between me crossing the street, me encountering a police officer, a police officer that thinks that I fit the description that you know i'm wearing a black t-shirt and, and and someone on the radio is wearing a black t-shirt and now i have to prove who i am yeah. so I, I mean just i've been in situations i've been in encounters with with the police uh mistaken identities and so but it's just sad that, that you even have to think that hard that yeah. you know here you're just walking across the street to get a soda but you have to think damn like let me get my id so i can prove who i am just mm -hmm. in case you know, just in case. And so, I mean, the Doc Rivers speech was powerful. Um, I'm, I'm loving what these brothers are doing. I'm loving with the, uh, with the uh, Naomi, the, the young uh, lady that plays tennis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm loving, I just looked tonight and um, saw the, the, the NHL, you know, they're boycotting too. Oh, okay. um, and it's funny, Rashad, that you said something uh, earlier, like me and my lady, we were out when had dinner and we were driving and she was like, this feels like the 1960s all over. Like, so she was like, <laughs> wow. you know, like, how do we get back to this point? How do we get back? We should be so far ahead than fighting the same fight that, that, that our grandparents fought, mm -hmm. not even our parents, our grandparents, grandparents, grandparents. Yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and, we're, and it's like, we're right back. So it's, it's uh, oh, go ahead, Jay. No, okay, go ahead, brother. Nah, no, no, that's real. Um, when Rashad brought that up, like something came to my mind and I was and talking about that mindset of leaving the house and everything. Um, mm -hmm. I got a, I got a, I got a partner like soup, man, amazing brother in my life. Uh, Matthew, if you're mm -hmm. listening to this man, uh, shout out to you. Um, 50 years old, like is a 
might be like fifth degree black belt in jujitsu right now and everything. Mm -hmm. And, right. and the thing is he talks about always being prepared, like, like on the streets, like something happened. Mm -hmm. And that's the mindset we have to have. Mm -hmm. Like the, yep. mental, the I, I, I just wrote it down over here, black martial art mindset to like right. live in this world, to be ready for something like Jay touched on, like, do I have my ID just to go across the street? I remember one time I went to work and left my wallet at home and I was like so nervous the whole day. The whole day. Like, if I, I go home, I start, I get in my car and drive home, who knows what's gonna happen? Right. Like who right. knows what's gonna happen and be able to have that mindset is mm -hmm. like so crazy <laughs> um, because it's, it's it's like the martial arts. If somebody run up on you, you gotta know what to, like you know what to do. To yep. be able to develop that and and to the best of your abilities, yep. To, to really yep. have I met a, a, I met uh, a brother once, yeah. and he was telling me that he does. Uh, he had a he gave me his business card one day, just in passing, and then the next time I when I read his business card, it said something about home defense, and so I was like, huh. So the next time I saw him, I was like, man, I'm like, you, know, you gave me a business card. I'm like, home defense. I'm like, what you know, like, what are you what are you pushing? And he was like, you know, I I will teach you and your family, you know, how to defend yourself in your home. He was like, if someone comes in your home, you know, what to do, you know, he was like, you know, you always have to be ready. And I was like, wow, like, that's, that's a lot. But then when I, the more I thought about it, it's like, that's not really a bad idea at all. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. With the home invasions and people coming in your house, you know, just like, and, and, and you do kind of need to be, and it's sad that you even have to be prepared in your own home. The, right. the fact that, you know, what do I do right now? If somebody kicks in my door right now mm -hmm. and I'm sitting on the couch with me and me and my lady sitting there watching a the movie. What what do you do? You know what I mean? And and a lot of people might freeze or and so he was like, you know, I, I teach you all the fundamentals about home defense, about, you know, uh weapons, you know, having your weapons uh located somewhere but but still, you know, concealed and maybe in a lockbox but somewhere close where you can get to them. And I was like, wow. You know that's that's pretty powerful, but I had never even thought about that until he handed me his business card. Yeah, but it's just sad that we have to, that just like the things that we have to to deal with, I, I, white people don't even think about that. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like I I went uh, out to one of my friends, um, a good buddy of mine. He happens to be white. I went out to his place out in uh, Pleasanton, California, and I you know I got out of my car and I locked my door, and he was like, "Oh man, we don't lock doors out here." And I just started laughing. I'm like, <laughs> when I lock my door wherever I go. And I'm mm -hmm. like, you know, like just that mindset. Yeah. I'm like, you know, just a free mindset that he's like, we don't lock our doors. We don't lock our cars. Like, wow. You know what I mean? Like, I've never mm -hmm. went out of my house and not thought about locking the door all day. But, you know, we, we're just living in a different world and, and we have to be prepared every single day. Yeah. All day. <laughs> All day. Yeah. We gotta wear, we just we have to wear so many multiple hats each and every day as black people in this country. We gotta deal with our jobs, the 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 issues that come with the job. And we gotta deal, you know, with our wives or or, or husbands mm -hmm. and we have to play mm -hmm. that role. Then we you know, then we have to realize, okay, we are still black, so like I said, things can go left anywhere else. And you know, and if, we're, if we're fathers and, and, and mothers, we have to put on that hat. And mm -hmm. it's just so much, man. Um, time and time again, 
you know, I tell, you know, black people really are true ma magicians out here. Like we really are like, mm -hmm. you know, cause we wear, like I said, we wear so many different hats and mm -hmm. it, it's just, it's, it, you know, it, it's just insane, man. I was at, I, I, we, went, we went to Costco today to return some things that we bought and, um, uh, my lady, she returned something and then I had something. And so right when she, you know, kind of moved to the side and I walked up, this older white gentleman just walks right in front of me and just starts talking to the lady and was like, hey, look, uh, 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 my wife's card no longer works, but my card works. Um, can you tell me what's going on with my card? And the lady just looked at him and was like, well, you got to get in line, sir. And it, it took everything in me not to just <laughs> dig in his ass like you know right. like what in the hell like you he just did. pretty right. you cut the entire line not just right. me but you cut the entire line but right. you just you just felt like you had the privilege to just walk right up to a counter when you see a line full of people you know and so the lady was like you need to get in line sir and then she kind of looked at me and rolled her eyes and i was just like you know but again i you know i gotta keep my cool you know what right. i mean like I got to <laughs> pull it together because in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, well, you know, I'm here with my lady. Do I really just want to, you know, be an asshole to this this older Caucasian man? But then another side of me was like, yeah, I should have probably gave it, gave it to him. You know what I mean? Because you just felt that you had the right to just cut me, you know? Right. Yeah. So it's just you, like, you know, we say we got to put, we got to, we play many hats every yeah. day, all day. No, a, a great line whenever somebody talks about the hats is a, a line from uh, Childish Gambino from uh, Hold You Down. He says, white kids get to wear whatever hat they want. When it comes to black black kids, one hat, one size fits all. Mm. Mm. And like that, that's a line that, that truly sticks out to me and everything always in that, thinking about, you know, fitting the situation. It's, it's what happens in the sense of the mindset. Again, going back to the mindset and everything, and I've had this conversation, you probably had this conversation with people when we when we move up in our careers and stuff and can we then be ourselves in this new position right. because of what that industry is used to. Mm -hmm. And 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 it's and it's a it's a damning thing. And like you said, Jay, like, you know, when we look at black and white, white folks would never want to be black, but they just want to benefit off the culture. It's the it's the experiment that Jane Elliott did so many years ago with the blue eyes and brown eyes. Yes, she did. And yes, she did. and 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 that is still relevant to this day, and it still can't be seen. And so this this mindset of of all that, and like what you just touched on, Will, with your your experience at at Costco and everything, you didn't want to turn into the the a the ABG, the angry black guy. Like we've right. all been there. We all have right. been there in that moment of like, right. I could, but right. the ramifications of what everything would be potentially. Because mm -hmm. I've had a similar thing, and it's funny, like not that bashing Costco. I like Costco. I have a Costco membership, mm -hmm. but I was at Costco one time and um just walking, just just chilling, like running my cart and everything around. And like this guy rolls up on me and he's like, he's like, well, you took my cart. And I'm like, like, what are you talking about? He's like, you took my cart. I saw you take my cart. I was like, I was like, no, I didn't, bro. Like, like, calm down. The cart is empty. Will, there's nothing in the cart. Rashad, there's nothing. In the <laughs> wow. So I got the cart from the front, like when I came in the door. And right. so he walked off and then he came back and then he was like, I want my car back. I, I told him and, and I don't get mad because I try to be a peaceful, calm right. person in every situation. Right. I'm a six foot four, 300 pound guy. Like you ain't like. I'm not oh, trying that it is. <laughs> and right. so I told him, I was like, you better go somewhere before you get yourself hurt. 
because it's going to be a problem. But the crazy part was like in my hindsight, and this was maybe just like a year ago, in my hindsight, I I even internally, I stopped and looked at the store because everybody froze. Everybody was just looking. And I saw the phones getting ready to come out and all that stuff. And I was like, I I could sweep this guy across all this meat and everything here, but I was like, (laughs) it's not worth it. And so that mindset to to contain all of that. Um, yeah, right. Rashad, right. go ahead and touch on that. I see it there. <laughs> well, it's just, man, when you when you get in those situations, man, you get in those racial confrontations and because mm-hmm. people just think just because you're black, mm-hmm. you did this or you did that or you, you know, you just, mm-hmm. it's just, you have to pick your battles at the end right. of the day. And, and right. it just comes down to it, like you said, Doug. Is it worth it? Is right. it worth it? And honestly, right. I'm a positive person myself. Um, right. I'm not super confrontational. I try mm-hmm. to deflect as much as I can because you don't mm-hmm. want none of this either. <laughs> <laughs> so, in, in, so in, in, hold on. In the famous words of Nas, I'm not afraid. Right. I'm not afraid of you. I'm afraid of what I'll do to you. Exactly. Right. So so right. you just have to just keep yourself calm and composed as much as possible because, uh, uh, unfortunately, like you said, you don't want to be that angry black guy. You don't want to be right. that black guy who just, you know, gets to his tipping point and, right. and all hell breaks loose. So, you you know, because that's ultimately ultimately not us you know yeah, um right. especially right. speak speaking for the people that's on the show that's that's not that's not that's not our character and that's not mm-hmm. how we conduct no. ourselves so you know you just you want to diffuse the situation as much as possible and you think about it man like i mean i'll be honest with you man like black folks are some of the most forgiving some of the most nice people like I, I've been like, like I said, I was born and raised in Oakland, and uh, I had one of my buddies, another one of my buddies, Caucasian guy. He, and t- and he tell him, tell him, Oakland, tell him, Oakland in the '80s, like Oakland in the '80s. Right. Well, this, hey, was, yeah. <laughs> this was this was uh, this was probably the late '90s, so probably like '98, '99. But he took mm-hmm. me to a Raider game, and um, when we we were leaving the Raider game, a couple of my buddies hit me up, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll come hang out. And then I thought, I was like, man, like. You know, I asked him, I'm like, man, you want to come hang? He was like, yeah, sure. I'm like, we kind of going to the hood. You know, he was like, you know, sure. So we stop at the store, man, get some 40s. And I got this, like, you know, <laughs> like, like just Ivy League white guy standing on a corner with like six brothers drinking 40s. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even really trip until we pulled up. But then once, you know, like when I introduced him to, to my buddies or whatever, and then he even tripped, like when we left, he was like, man, like he was like, never in my life would I ever thought that I'd be standing on the corner with a bunch of black dudes drinking beer. He was like, but those dudes like accepted me right on in. Like nobody was mean to me. Nobody said anything. He was, they were, he was just like, I just felt like one of the guys. And I'm like, yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like we, we are, we are blacks, black people, the whole black culture, man, we are some peaceful really people. beautiful people. We're peaceful. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can go to the, one of the hardest hoods, you know what I mean? And, and mm-hmm. just depending on how you carry yourself, you know, the brothers are going to treat you cool. Yeah. I mean, treat, if you treat, pull treat, up right. acting crazy, right. you know, you go get crazy. But I mean, right. 
So as black people as a whole, man, we're, we're some loving individuals, loving and caring individuals. And, and I think so, that we, mm-hmm. we get the, we get the, uh, you know, that we kind of get shit on, you know, it's just like, yeah. oh, you know, those black people are so aggressive. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we can be aggressive, but we'll invite you into our homes. Um, we'll, we, if we had a cardboard box, you know what I mean? Hey, you, you can still come in and get something I mean, to eat, right. sit down, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. Keep playing. Get something to eat because we, we ain't we ain't welcoming all food to come in though. Like we, like, we gotta we gotta screen that. We gotta screen that TSA style. <laughs> yeah, man. We are peaceful people, and sometimes I I, I kind of I get pissed about it because we're not we're not we're not viewed this that way with other cultures, mm-hmm. and that's why I get so mad about it because. We are just so accepting at times. And I, I just wonder sometimes if we weren't so uh, accepting and if we chose to say, you know what, we're, we're going to create our own football league or we're going to create mm-hmm. our own baseball league and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and music and, and music uh, uh, company and, and so forth. If we created these all just all black outlets how would other mm-hmm. people feel? Because we are the culture, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We mm-hmm. push the needle on everything, and mm-hmm. uh, that's that's ha- that's popular and and then some. So, I mm-hmm. you know I, I just sometimes I hate it, but also for, for the most part, I'm just I'm glad and proud to to know that my my culture we we are a peaceful people. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and so, I mean, oh, go ahead, Jay. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Doug. But but one of the things that I want to say, like Rashad and Doug, like if you think about it, I mean I'm a little bit older than you guys, but if you think about it, man, like the way we are depicted on TV, um, even starting from the '60s and '70s, mm-hmm. as you know, pimps, hustlers, right, uh, shucking and jiving, right, you know, the the slick type, you know, we were never really ever depicted in a positive way. Mm-hmm. I, I want to say up until and i mean don't quote me on this but i want to say like up until the cosby show where you saw a, a you know like even good times yeah you know stuff like that it was just like you know they were struggling and you know they lived in the in the projects but up until like the cosby show where you saw a a, a positive black man a, a doctor and, a, and his wife was a lawyer and just raising their kids but and so when you look at that and you see like as a white person or as a as a as a, even a mexican or asian when they see that that's all when they see black people on tv and you know you got your pants hanging below your ass and you know it's like that's that's we've never really been depicted in a positive light until recent yeah. you know it, it was always you know sports or singing on the street corner or you know mm-hmm. like so and and so I kind of get it in a sense. Like if I was white and or if, if me being a black person, if, if white people were depicted like that, and I was never around any white people, and then all of a sudden I'm finally going to school with a white person, and I'm thinking back to everything that I've seen on television, and I'm like, wow, you know, does this white person act the way all the white people I've ever seen mm-hmm. act on TV? You know, so I kind of kind of get it, you know. But like how I grew up. I went to a private school and there was everybody. I went to school with everybody. So it wasn't just blacks. I went to school with Cambodians, Asians, Mexicans, whites, Indian. So I never really saw color growing up. I just like, if you were my friend, you were my friend. And I didn't think of you as my Mexican friend or my white friend, or it was just, 
you know, so, but there's a lot of people, there's especially a lot of whites who grew up in white communities that go to white schools. That, I mean, they go to white churches, go to white malls, like everything is just white, 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 white. And then it's kind of hard for them to understand, you know, and, and, and less, and then they, they will always look at us as how they've seen us on TV. Yeah. Right. Well, it's it's like it's that that syndrome of of like how East Coast people think of how West Coast people are. Like we're going to the beach all the time. Like this is probably like more '90s because now like you see like everything all the time. But definitely like oh, it's sunny all the time. Like y'all go to school in shorts every day, and you, everybody's surfing and everything. But it's like that's one one glimpse in, into this world and everything. And like you were saying, Jay. <clears throat> when you have only one mindset and one environment, I mean, that's the key part, one environment and you, you're letting this small world really mm -hmm. develop your, your view of somebody and everything. It's, it's a, it's, it's, it's a disheartening thing, but it's also like you're saying it in a sense, it makes sense, but it's like at, at a human level, when you just go to human level, that's where, where we're asking for. Like, we're not like, the thing is, we're not asking for anything that's too out of the norm. It's not like we're asking, like, look, we want everybody to have, like, gold-plated this and gold-plated yeah. that. And, right. and all this is like, when you, especially if we look at police brutality, like, let's look at that. Because mm -hmm. my mindset is, you see us as a threat because of a skin color. Right. But it's mm -hmm. like all the mass shooters are white. Why aren't you right. thinking as the white guy in the car that you're pulling over as a mass shooter? Right. Mm -hmm. Because you're not because you don't register that. You don't care to register that. At all. And, right. and and that's the that's the problem that that I have a hard time figuring out because you can let's just friend let's just um, you know speak about the recent activity. Yeah. Activities that just happened with Jacob Blake. Okay, you can, you can gun him down seven mm -hmm. times, and you sit here and say, "Oh, we tased him," which I felt like that was a lie because they don't even—they're uh, not required to even have body cameras in the state of Wisconsin. Mm. So oh, wow. I didn't realize that. So they're sitting here saying, "Oh, the police report we tased them." Yada yada yada. They can they fabricate those police reports all the time when it comes to people yep. of color. So oh, yeah. my thing is, oh, yeah. okay, you say you taste them. You say he was reaching for a knife. My thing right. is, the knife was found on the floor uh, on his uh, seat or on the floor right. or whatnot of his car. He had his kids in his car. He was trying to get away from y'all so right. he can get into his car and drive away. Right, with his because, kids. Because with his kids, because he had his kids in the car, and he he was only there to break up a fight. I don't care what right. what kind of criminal history this man has. Right. Regardless, he was unarmed. For you to gun a man down. Right. With seven shots to his back, you pull his was shirt. Was it seven or was it eight? I thought it was eight shots. It, was it seven? It, it, Regardless. Hey, regardless. Like, I mean, right, right. I just want to make sure. It's, that, it's seven or eight too many. Right. right. Exactly. You know, it's just no, it's no justification for that. I don't care who you are. Yeah. What your criminal history, it's no justifica justification for that. Not only that, you did it in front of his kids, so they have trauma now. They got to live with that. <laughs>
So they have to live with that. So it's it's just po- police reform is so needed in this country. Mm-hmm. And 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 people got to understand why the police was created in the first place. And a lot of people don't understand this and a lot of people don't know this. But before they were called police officers, they were mm-hmm. called slave ca- catchers. Okay? They were slave mm-hmm. catchers during slavery days. And then they transformed into police officers. This has been designed to to destroy the black community from A1 when it comes to policing in this country. And that's what needs to be broken because it's institutionalized and it starts from the top on down. And, and, And until we can really attack these police unions, put laws in place for these cops to hold these cops accountable because there's mm-hmm. no way we should, we we hold our doctors and nurses more accountable than we do say, our police officers. Say that, say that. Like that's, Preach, that's, that's beyond Preach. me. Like that, I, I, I mean, mm-hmm. like Ha Ha Davis say, <laughs> like the comedian, that's beyond <laughs> me. Like, I just, <laughs> I don't understand that. How do you, I mean, we're not going to sit here and go to a D plus doctor or, or exactly. F minus nurse. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you right. know, but why, so, so why do we have D plus and F F minus cops roaming these streets, you Man. know? So it, it's, it's almost, it, it, it's just to the point where this, this has to be stopped. Like change mm-hmm. is needed. And when we say yeah. defund the police, we're not saying abolish the police. Right, that's what right. that's what we're not no, saying. We, we need we're, police. We need, we need police them. officers. We're saying mm-hmm. take that money, take some of that money and put it in the communities. Mm-hmm. Build the communities up. Or put it in police certain police trainings. It, it has to be say, they gotta get proper training. They gotta get you know proper I mean? training, man. Let, let, let me let me hit you with this before we go to the training part because we definitely need the training. Because this is this is what I've been trying to get all the data to and i'm not a big data person but numbers can hit people certain ways so found this article uh abc news and it talks about the new york police department is the largest police department the police force in the country and so during last year's fiscal year the city paid out 175.9 million in civil civil judgments and claims for police related lawsuits now you'll rather pay off money on a on the end than put the money and the reform in the front of everything. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's a there's a problem, man. There's a yep. disconnect with that. Doug and Jay, yep. like there's there's a disconnect with that. Like you, oh. you rather pay like you like Doug said, you rather pay that at a hundred and seventy five point whatever million than than really have effective training mm-hmm. with your police officers to yep. conduct themselves in a better way in these communities. But, yep. but you rather do that than 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 train these cops properly. But yep. yeah, yeah, man. And check this out. Check this out, man. I knew I grew up with a couple of cops. I won't say I grew up with them, but I went to school and I played sports, little league sports, with a couple of brothers that were really, honestly, and truly up to no good. Mm-hmm. And maybe we didn't see each other for about 12 years. And I run up on one of these brothers at a festival. 
and he is a cop. And I mean, I, I, I mean, I had to do a triple take because I was like, like, are you kidding me? Like, this dude was was in the most trouble, uh, always shoplifting, stealing. He was one of the first brothers I knew that would go to Foot Locker and take off the shoes that he had that he wore in and put on some brand mm-hmm. new sneakers and run out. And this was in, in in high school, and I'm like, you're a cop now? Like, how the hell did you did, did you you know like how did I mean they run all these background checks? Right. Like you are like it just blew my mind to see that this brother was a cop. So, <laughs> you know, again, we got to get back to I mean these background checks and and find out who in the hell are these people. And I'm not just talking about just white officers, I'm Mexican, Asian, black. Like you, we got to get to the root of who these people are. You know, what kind of people, mm-hmm. what kind of person are you? What kind of background do you do you really have? You know, are they just pushing the envelope through and just, you know, you pass your, your physical and all of a sudden you're just given a badge? I mean, like, what kind of training are these guys going through? I mean, I mean, it's, it's honestly like that when you compare it to other countries, it pales into comparison. But on your point there, Jay, um, with just how, how things are preceded, how things go, like changing the process, I saw a, a interview with a, a sheriff from um, Oakland County up in um, up in uh, Michigan, uh, the Oakland out there, and the guy was talking about the, the sheriff. He was like, "I want to change," and this this has been for years, so it's not just now. Like right. white guy was like, "I want to change the policy, like to look at." Like, you know, who are we bringing on? Like, what kind of person are they? Like, I want to be able to look at their social media and stuff, he was saying, because you need to figure out who this person is at the heart level. Like, and this stuff will get some kind of insight. He said he went to his local, like, mayor and all that stuff, nothing. Goes to Congress, goes to D.C., nothing. And it's like, like, to, to bring a new change and policy to something, and you're like, nah, we're good. Again, the mindset. Right, right. Yeah. And then and then check this out, Doug. Now, one of my best friends in the whole wide world, from the time we were in the eighth, seventh, eighth grade, all he wanted to do was be a police officer, right? So this brother went through extensive, I mean, he went through college, he finished college, he took all kind of criminal justice backgrounds, he passed the physical, but he, for whatever reason, man, and this is one of the nicest guys that I know, even to this day, I mean, good heart, fair person never i've never even seen him shady do any type of shady things but he could never ever get past the the uh, interview process mm. and so when i look you know when i look at the with the whole thing and i'm like this is the brother that you really needed on the street exactly. that was going to be fair to everybody everybody what color race creed you know whatever but he and finally he just got discouraged and went you know went on and did something else with his life so I'm like, I'm looking and I'm like, okay, you can't make this brother a cop, but you got this brother over here who is really, really shady and he's in a uniform. There's something wrong. <laughs> There's something yeah. wrong with that. A disconnect. There's something wrong. There's something mm-hmm. wrong. It's definitely a disconnect. Something wrong. And, oh. and, mm-hmm. Oh, go, go ahead, uh, Rashad. No, and, and, and yeah, I just, like I said, I, I, it's, it's rare because I was having the same conversation with a, a close buddy of mine who's a cop and unfortunately like he was agreeing with what happened to Jacob and and uh to Jake wow. uh, yeah so wow. it, it's just it's just crazy because and this is a brother that grew up in South LA 
in, in certain gang infested neighborhoods and, and saw the change. But it's weird because that that career field makes people jaded to a certain extent. Uh -huh. And you start to really, you start to believe mm -hmm. the institutionalized cool. BS yeah. that's mm -hmm. going on. And, and unfortunately, you being a black brother in the force, I know you go through a lot with you, with, with your identity issues, with you being black and being a cop. Like I understand mm -hmm. that wholeheartedly, but you can't justify a man being shot seven times for yeah. breaking up a fight. This dude yeah. wasn't even like I don't care what. Well, you know his. his well, he was a criminal. And he had this like that mindset. It's right. institutionalized. Like I said, right. it's an institutionalized. And, and cops love to talk about, you know, prisoners that are in that that are incarcerated. That they're institutionalized when they get out of prison. They're mm -hmm. instit, but cops are institutionalized regardless. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and 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 it's that fear of, oh, I can't go against the badge. Like it's some like, it's the biggest gang ever. Like it's I always business. say that. It's a, it's a, hey, Rashad, it's an organized gang. That's it's all it is. It's an organized gang. It's organized. It's just like and the Bloods and Crips. Crips, it's a, right? Organized. It's, it's way organized. organized. It's more organized than the Bloods and Crips. But right. the police, they're, they're just an organized gang, man. Look, they, can do whatever they, they can do whatever they want to you. Look, and, and, you talk about, and you talk about that. I was having a revelation today. It's like they always want us to be afraid of Bloods and Crips, them Reds and Blues, but the Red and Blue in Congress is the ones that we need to be afraid of. Afraid of, and exactly. keeping it real. <laughs> and, exactly. and changing and everything. And so I, I, I had to look it up. I had to look it up. I was like, what's the requirements? To become a police officer. Oh, so, it's not. It's not much. This is California. <laughs> this is California. It's not you, much. Look, this is how it starts. You should be at least eighteen years old. Wow. Some districts in California require you to be over twenty-one. <laughs> Next, you must be a citizen of the U.S. through naturalization or birth. Next, you must have attained. Either your high school diploma or GED. Some agencies, wow. some wow. agencies may require a four-year degree or an associate's degree. You must have a valid driver's license, no felony convictions. That's it. And you can That's be it. a cop. And you can be a cop. And you, should, and you cop. should be. You should be at least eighteen. Right. Should be. Should be. Uh. Uh, it's just sad, man. The and see, and the, and the so thing broken. is, I don't want people to like, hold on, hold on, Rashad. I don't want people to mix it up like, oh, my God, you're bashing. That level oh. of what that profession is requires right. more. You Like Rashad, just way said, more. you wouldn't want a doctor performing surgery on you who just finished high school. Exactly. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care how much you glamour, uh, glamorize Doogie Howser. I don't care how right. much you want to make Doogie Howser look amazing, right. good doctor, and all that stuff. It don't matter. When we come to real life, you don't want a horrible doctor. You Just don't. like some of y'all, like you don't want a horrible chef. Why would you, you want a horrible police well, officer? Exactly. They are. They literally. These are the professions that can. I I say give and take life. When I say give life, th that means they're not messing with you. They're yeah, not right. 
they're not, they're just leaving you alone and letting you live. That's pretty much giving life because they got the right to take it. This is well right. as they can give it. And, and, and our nurses and doctors do too. And we hold them to the ultimate standard. To become a yep. doctor, you gotta go to school for like 10 years. Yep. Like it, it's 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 yep. crazy. You gotta do like at yep. least eight years. Then you gotta do like two years to get your residency. Your residency. Like yep. Mm -hmm. yep. As a doctor, man, like that's nuts. That's yep. nuts. But you can be 18 years of age with a GED mm -hmm. and maybe a traffic ticket, and you could become mm -hmm. a cop. Hey, and, and, and let, me, let me put it like this, because I'm sure all you heard this this uh, years ago. Eventually, your high school diploma will be your middle school diploma. Your, right. your, your college diploma, your AA will be your high school diploma. So in my mindset, basically, all y'all are around here running God, around middle with, school. Middle, with middle school degrees. <laughs> you know, a bunch of 12-year-olds running around here with badges, with six-figure salaries, and all of this stuff, and you and you feel entitled because you got a badge, just like Stan Van Gundy said. Uh, I was listening to the Dan Levitar show today. Blue lives is not a thing because you take it off. Like that is that is blue lives is not a thing. You take that off. Nobody's out here saying Baker's lives matter. Like nobody, right. nobody, nobody's saying that. Right. Like, no. you know, and I love me a Baker, but I'm not like oh right. you, are, you are a Baker. No, like your name is Jane and you bake stuff. Your name is Todd. Right. Bake stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's like, right. so miss me with that bullshit, like all together. <laughs> right. Oh. <laughs> right. Yeah. And and I always go back to because my buddy he loved to bring up, oh, well, I wish people would be like this when black people kill each other. I said, okay, and you're right. And we got we have an issue with that. And 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 we're we need to we do need to work on that. I said, here's the difference. And you guys can uh, agree with me on this. Here's the difference. When Ray Ray killed Tyrone, Ray Ray go to jail forever. Yeah, exactly. And, Ty and Tyrone, just another brother dead. But right. when Peter, when Officer Peter kills Tyrone, Peter gets administrative leave. Mm -hmm. That's it. And Ray Ray That's is it. just another brother dead. That's, That's the difference. And, and the thing is... All there's rallies all the time and stuff for that kind of work for the black on black crime because we only talk about black on black crime because it ain't nobody else white crime is just crime I exactly. guess so <laughs> right, right. there's rallies and all that stuff that go on all the time but the media is not gonna cover that no like because all They're of that not. stuff is, New York New York has a ongoing like March every year for that kind of stuff but does that ever get any coverage no. Mm -mm. And I'm and I'm against black on black crime. I'm against I'm I'm right. against any type. Yeah, of no, like, like, <laughs> I, I'm not gonna ever. I'm not gonna ever. Like I said, I, I said this a couple weeks ago when we were on an, on another uh, podcast. But if it was five black dudes with their and one black dude with his knee and a white man's neck, I would have been just as appalled. Right. Like I just you just there's no room for it as from a humanity standpoint. Yes. There's no room for it at all. But so just, this is not like it's not like you know. Go ahead, Doug. I was just gonna say this is the frustrating part. Why the fuck do we always gotta super explain ourselves? Right. Exactly. Why the have, fuck we do we always gotta super explain ourselves? Like it's like like that's that like that we shouldn't have to be like okay look. So we're saying defund the police. This means this, and then this means that, and it's like right. this being then black on black crime. So like I know like you know like that happened, but it's like. 
motherfucking crime is proximity. All crime is proximity until you talk about mass shooters who go out of their way to kill people. And then you want right? You, you talk about that. That that's literally put the bed like in a matter of seconds. People don't even talk right. about. It. Yeah. You know, it's oh, oh well, hey, you know, oh well, he had mentally mental issues. It's, it's no. Okay. Well, he grew up. He grew up in San Francisco in a suburb, and he has mental issues. Hmm. <laughs> I, I, I believe. I believe. If I remember hearing this correctly, the the guy who shot up Sandy Hook lived, and I don't know if they knew each other, but lived doors, couple of doors or blocks down from the guy who ended up shooting up the school in uh, Florida. Right. I did hear wow. that. I did hear that. I did hear wow. that. I did not hear that. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I did hear that. I remember hearing that. I mean, and then and then remember what happened in Vegas and the guy oh, at the hotel. Man, right. the, I, that, that was nuts. That was nuts. And that hit different. And the only reason why that hit different because it was white people at a country music concert. Because black people in this country get ridiculed all the time when we have hip hop concerts and. R&B concerts and all of this, but let even though we started country music, <laughs> okay, pretty much started Let's every single it. genre of music, but mm -hmm. they, you know, the thing is when you deal with white America and these, and, and like I said, that incident, it was only magnified because it was a country music concert. Yeah. yeah. And even, even after all that, we were Vegas strong. Right. You know oh, yeah. Like everybody oh. was like, man, we got to stand with Vegas. Like, you know, we, all them people lost their lives. Man, you know, we got to stand with Vegas. But, but again, the, the privilege to like stay in your room and you don't have an inkling. Because if I try to stay in my room after a couple of days and have nothing change and all that stuff, oh, there's there's the difference happening. Mm-hmm. It, it's huh. just it's just sad, man. And that that it's just it just lets it, and there's. There's the divide. There's the divide. There's the divide. divide yeah. The divide is when a black person does something, it is so magnified, like no other, in such a bad way. Mm -hmm. it, it, it it doesn't even come near when it when it's done with a white person. It doesn't. Mm -hmm. it, it's not even on the same level, you know, because because it, it's it's when it happens to white individuals. It happens, and we just move on like it never happened. Well, look, look at this. Like, let's let's take let's take this example because you touched on that. And these two people work together and stuff now. And 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 Snoop Dogg, mm -hmm. all the stuff Snoop Dogg does and everything. Mm -hmm. It's rare when you hear any of that stuff put in the mainstream media when it isn't when it's good. Anything good, all the bad stuff comes out. Right. Like they love for that. Right. And right. then so, like, when he was coaching, all that stuff, never got any height of that. Mm -mm. Martha Stewart mm -hmm. goes to jail. <laughs> right. And, I mean, she just caspered her way and disappeared and then came back and then just kept going, basically. Right. Yep. And you and they never bring that up. But when you bring the Snoop, it's, oh, he's a rapper. He smokes weed. And he, which mm -hmm. he does. That's cool. Yeah. He's a rapper. Right. He smokes weed. He, he's a gangster yeah. rapper. Oh, y'all smoking weed out here. He beat a murder charge. Right. Right. Oh, he beat a murder charge. It's always something when, right. it, when we're talking about our black men and women in this country. It's always, yep. it's always. Oh, he's he or she is so and so, but 
or they're the, but but when it comes to white America, it's oh they're you know they're very wholesome and so and so. They made they made a mistake. They they made a mistake. Yeah, they made a mistake. They yeah. had mental issues. Or, it's, it's like it's yeah. like the guy at Stanford who raped a woman, right, and gets decreased jail time because he has a bright future. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And that that's why I say. They, and uh, Marcus Spears said this on ESPN yesterday about the whole Snyder scandal in Washington. Oh, man. He, he hey, Snyder, better, this, Snyder better sell that team, bro. He said, he's look, on the hot seat. we better keep that same energy with Snyder. Same energy. That's it. Just like we do with our black athletes That's who, it. who yeah. have rape charges and sexual That's assault it. and whatever. We better keep That's that it. same energy yep. with Snyder. Because yep. you can't sit here and tell me 25 of those women or more are lying. Stop yeah. it. Man. You know, so. so if this is true, if this is really true. Whew. Jay, I mean, it got nothing to be, but, but and see, and my thing is, because this, this is what, and I'll touch, we'll, we can touch on this for a hot second. Um, this needs to go to the full thing. Them women, all them women need to band together and just walk out on all these teams. They need to really band together, and then but then this, this is what we need. The players need to to back them. Not right. saying that they have to walk off their job, but the players have to back them women. Yeah, right. like you just you just have to, and because they don't get paid anything, nothing, almost nothing anyway. Right, right. They just trying to build yeah, careers. I don't, think, I don't even think I don't even think they pay the cheerleaders to be so. Some honest. of them do get paid. Some of them don't. Like some of them take it as a, a opportunity in the sense is like you, they you, if you take the old. Hollywood phrase like, oh, you got to become a waiter, become an actor. Like it's almost in okay. the sense of that. And but it's, dude, it's a, it's a, it's a dog dog world, and especially with all this stuff. Because my thing is, there's no way that that's just his team. Like that, nope. that that's the thing. It's like it's no way it's just his team. And I, I think that's why all the other owners are like they ain't touching it because they know theirs ain't ain't all legit. Because because how because how can't you as the other owner? Be like, I have a daughter. I'm going to say something against that. Right. Let, 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 let's break it all the way down, man. These aren't Daniel Snyder is not a uh, he's not a fucking twenty year old. First of all, mm-hmm. so let's just let's just let's just break it all the way down, man. Like I like women, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I'm not. I mean, I'm, I I love women. Okay, mm-hmm. I love all women. I you know mm-hmm. I love you know the whole rainbow. I don't. Hey, great, greatest, greatest greatest thing God ever made was women. Not greatest God, thing right. was God yeah. has ever made is woman. But for me to want someone to record some naked cheerleaders in a locker room and make a videotape for me to watch is some sick shit. That's next now, level. Now, now maybe if I was 16, 17, I'd want to see something like that. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, poke a hole in the locker room and the women's locker room, you know, and, and trying to look in the hole and see some tits and ass. But as a, as a grown ass man, an owner of an NFL franchise, and you have some people making videotapes for you to see these chicks changing. And, and, and hey, man, get this asshole out of the league. Yeah, he need to be. <laughs> That's some sick shit. Sick. And, and, sick. and it's you just. Can't even, it's... That's on some uh, uh, Epstein type stuff, man. You can't. Yeah. There's, no, there's no room for that. There's no room for that anywhere. There's just anywhere. no room for it. You know, like and I it's... said, you know, 16, 17 years old. I kind of get it, and 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 I mean, you know, you're still trying to find yourself at 16, 17, 18 years old. 
But as an owner of a football team, there's no room for that. And 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 I feel bad for the guy who just took that president job. <laughs> because isn't that isn't that just so ironic? A right. black man, you, the first black man. A black man for a president. Right, for a president, and he comes into a shit show. And he and has to clean show. it all up. Uh, and and the thing is, if he doesn't clean it all up, they'll be looking at him like, oh, you fit. Right, exactly. You know the I mean? irony in that. Like, dude, like, like the irony in that. Like, it, it yeah. It, see, don't, the, only, the only thing I'll say about that is that with, with Homeboy, because um, I, I – guy I listen to, Bomani Jones. Bomani Jones is in facts. And he, he talked about that guy and where he came from. The, the law firm which he came from is a, is a known law firm to have very friendly ties with the NFL. So if we go back to that mindset thing because, and, and I, I stress this to people all the time, diversity does not mean skin color because, right. because somebody... If you're trying to bring in, it could be a woman, it could be a black guy, black woman, Asian, whatever. Their mindset can still be like the system that is there corrupting already. Right. Yep. Diversity does not mean skin tone. It means mindset. And like yep. what you were saying, Jay, like with him, uh, Daniel Snyder and, and where he's at and older and everything. The thing is, because this is what we're talking about, the same thing with the cops. Right. Everybody mindset isn't developed to their to their age size. Like Prince said back in the day, act your age, not your shoe size. Mm-hmm. Right. Like everybody, human development does not, especially when you get, because I think that's also a problem, and 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 we'll touch on this another topic because this could be a whole another one. Like with technology, when you get something in abundance, I really believe it hinders your growth in some way, shape, and form. Because if you yeah, think yeah. about it, if if you if you had a gym. Like super young, like that, like little guy they used to call little Hercules. He had mm-hmm. to stop lifting because he was lifting so much early. It was gonna stop his growth. So when you have privilege in whatever way, shape, and form that is, because what privilege does is it hinders you from thinking from right. from the whole scope. Mm-hmm. It's like if you if you were like if you were learning to paint and you had all the the, the colors to paint with. And then you're like, oh, well, like, I've never had nothing. But then it's like somebody was always only painting with black and white. And then you're like, oh, well, right. what's wrong with you? Like, there's, like, you'd be able to do whatever you want. It's like, I don't have all of that what you have. Right. And so it's that mindset. Go I ahead. agree. I agree with you. No, no, no. I agree with you. I I, I agree with you. But it's it, it you just can't. <laughs> Oh no! I know. I because I agree with you as well. But I'm just saying. I'm just justify. saying. Like, no. Oh no! I mean, not no. Like when you I mean, listen when to this, born, I am not justifying that at all. Like, <laughs> no, no. But I'm saying, like, when you're born into a situation, you're born in the in the wealth. You're born like you know everything is just being given to you. I kind of get it. It does kind of stunt your growth a little bit because you've never really had to work hard for anything. You know, mommy and daddy or grandpa, you know, left you something, and and so you feel you feel. Well, you don't feel, you know that you're a powerful individual. You know, I'm the owner of a NFL franchise. Mm-hmm. But I'm just looking at the whole sickness behind it. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, no, I mean, but I mean, but it, like, like you know, we can, my, all, we, we can all like women. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? But <laughs> you, you know, you having someone making you a videotape so you can watch tips getting undressed is is very juvenile and, and it's sick yeah. from a grown no, ass man's standpoint. It's, it's, I, and I would say that's sick more than juvenile. Like I would I would give right. it sick 
the higher it's category sick. and is and is and is is just like you said it's just sick like there's nothing right. to you can't justify it you can't no you, you can't justify I mean? that at all but that money will corrupt them the men like that like it just it and does. but money corrupts anybody like because anybody right, right. can get power hungry but i mean we live in a patriarchy society uh for the well for, i mean yeah we live in it and that money corrupts them fools who get up there because then they can hide a bunch of stuff like i was listening to um uh, Dan Lobetard again this morning. Uh, hopefully they listen to this and shout me out because I'm dropping their name. But uh, they had one of the lawyers who was on the O.J. Simpson case, like who was on uh, work with Johnny Cochran, and he was saying if that was O.J. Simpson with a black woman, this would people wouldn't know O.J. how they know O.J. No, right, no, right, and right, and right. O.J. to his, I mean O.J. was having identity issues too. When yeah, he was right. young, when he was younger, because yep. he wasn't. Oh, I'm not black. I'm OJ. Oh, uh, you know, <laughs> like like Jay like Jay Z said. Like Jay -Z said. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> but you know, okay. it's just like I said. It's just no room for stupidity, regardless. Yeah. No. You know, no. It's just no room for no. it. So no. I hope you know they get Snyder and uh, he gets trial just like. Any of the any other uh, human being and any other uh, player in the NFL does on a daily. Right, see the, right. See the, the scary part with with all of that is he's in Washington. He done made connections. Right. You talk about you already know connections. Sure. I mean, Jesus, like it's going. Oh, to I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure that Daniel Snyder knows Trump. They're probably real oh, tight. Oh, for sure. They're probably super tight. So it's right. just, they're probably real tight. You See, know? the only reason I don't believe a lot of these NFL owners are, are super tight with Trump is because they didn't get him in the league to get that Buffalo team. And you know how petty he is. Oh, he did want that Buffalo well, he's team. Tight with, so, uh, he's they, tight, he, you're right. He's tight, but he's, you're right about that. But he's tight with Jerry Jones. He's tight with Bob Kraft. Yeah. He's tight with a lot of them dudes. Yeah. You know, he, wanted to, he wanted that Buffalo team a couple years ago because they sold that team a right. couple years ago. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So. And, yeah. Can you imagine Trump owning a, a football team? Oh, wow. God. You, you talk about nobody going there. Right. <laughs> Especially now. Like, he couldn't own a team now, like, anything going forward. Because you talk about a, a boycott and um, starting to own league, like uh, Rashad was talking about earlier. I mean, th there was the Negro League. And then they dismanded right. that. Cause they dismanded Y'all should come play with us. Because the thing is, and I did this on a podcast episode, like, a while back ago, I was like, nobody wants, and this is no shout out, but these are facts. Nobody wants to watch an 11 on 11 football game with all white guys. I just got to be honest. Like, I mean, facts. That's, that's why the I, black athlete in this country is so powerful. If exactly. they really, if they, re if, we, if we as black individuals realize our power yeah. and, our, and our voices, we can literally strike a mighty blow and 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 really transform this entire country yep for the better you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. into into right. something great so it's just like i said man um you're right because like i said if nobody wanted to play basketball or nobody wanted to watch football you're not watching the philadelphia eagles or the green bay packers or the san francisco 49ers with all white players, with Ed McCaffrey's out here to catching touchdowns, like you're not doing it. Right. That's an yeah. and that's an anomaly. That's an anomaly. That, like that ain't right. like Ed, that's rare. Like Ed McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey, 
those dudes are rare. That's not mm-hmm. that's not that that doesn't happen every year. Like stop mm-hmm. it. So I mean, you're not gonna watch a bunch of just white dudes playing. Like yeah, right. So, and again, and, and even ba- basketball. And yeah. Shit, for that most part, even baseball. I, I don't want to see that. Yeah, I mean, because right. that's that's the Latin player. So it's like right, right, right. And and the thing is, like, like I got like when we were talking about before we started the show and everything, the sense of we're not your entertainment. We're humans. Right. right. We are people. We like we've excelled at certain things that this yes. country loves to enjoy, but it doesn't want to. In this phrase of Doc Rivers, love us back, but it just wants to take. Right. And I mean, it's it's right. basically the pillage of Africa again. It, I mean, it, it, it literally is. is. It truly is, man. That's, but when we it. leave the diamond, when we leave the court and the field, we are still human beings, and we want yep. to be treated as such. And that's all yep. we're asking. It does equality. Is is that too much to ask? Not too much like, to ask at all, man. And like I said today, man, on one of my posts that I posted, man, we just want to matter, man. I mean, right. you know what I'm saying? We we not even asking for reparations. We are not asking for. Oh, oh, for, but, but we we asking for them too, Jay, because we need them. We do want the reparations. Because because see, like, I got I, I got to check that because you know we'll get some like white guy listening to this and be like, oh, see, they don't want it, and like are we like talking with his friends and it's like. They don't really want it. Like they just want equal. Like nah. Like nah. Bring the bring the check. Bring the yeah. equality and and everything. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Hey, man. Let me share. Let me share. Let me share this story with you guys, man. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, man. On it earlier, and we kind of got over to the sports. But I want to touch on this. I, this is a, this is a great story. Um, I used to work with this uh, older white lady, and um, I had bought my first home. And uh, was having a housewarming party, and so I invited her and her husband. We worked together. I didn't invite a bunch of people um, from my job at that. I mean, her and I, we sat in like in the same cubicle area, mm-hmm. so we were kind of we were tight or whatever. So I invite her to uh, my housewarming party. The first question that she asked me: Are me and my husband going to be the only whites? So. <laughs> that right there, it offended me, but I was like, wow. You know, and I said, you know, why does it matter? You know what I mean? And she was like, oh, you know, I'm like, you know, look, you know, obviously I feel a certain way about you. And so I'm, I'm extending an invitation out to you because obviously I'd like for you, you know, to, to, to be there. Yeah. And so her and her husband showed up to the housewarming party, had us an incredible time. Um, they ended up getting a hotel room not too far from, from where I live and uh, partied all night with us. Her husband had a good time. They ended up coming back for breakfast the next day. Um, you know what uh, I mean? Uh, so when we get back to work and she's telling everybody, oh my God, Jay Will has some of the nicest friends. I mean, me and my husband, we I mean, we just laughed and we, I mean, we, we had such a great time. We stayed all night. Oh my God, Jay, Will, your friends were so, and finally I was just like, well, Paula, what, like, what the fuck? You think somebody was going to rob you? <laughs> right. what, were, what were you, you expecting? You think somebody was going to gang rape you? Like what, 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 first of all, the person that you know in me, how, what did you think my friends would be? They have to be some type of reflection of me. Exactly. And so, and I finally kind of broke it down to her, and I told her, I'm like, you know, I'm kind of hurt 
I'm kind of hurt by just the simple fact that from when I invited you, you know, that that you asked me, are you you and your husband going to be the only whites? And I'm like, but then you, you come back to work and you're telling everybody how great my friends are and how much fun you guys had. I'm like, you know, and so a couple of days later, she came back to me and she was like, you know, she apologized. Push about 12 years later, I'm no longer working with her. She sends me a, a email. No, she sends me a, no, she sends me an email and then she followed it up on Facebook and said, Hey, I'm retiring and I want you to make my retirement party. <laughs> and I had to, you know what I'm saying? I had oh to, like, yeah. So am, am I, I going to be, be the, the only, only black, only black guy there? The only black guy there, you know? And she was like, you know what, Jay, I was a total asshole, you know? And I, she was like, you might be the only black person there, but I want you there because I care about you. And she yeah. goes, I, I totally understand. I understood back then, she goes, but I kind of was expecting that. But it's just the, just, it's sad that we live in a world where if you invite someone that they would think that, well, even question, am I going to be the only white person? Mm -hmm. Instead of just saying, yes, I want to come and, and be a part of your celebration on buying a brand new home. That, that was, but that wasn't in her mindset. So again, <laughs> Somehow the narrative has to change as, as far as just the way we are in society. And like I said, that was about 15, 20 years ago, but yeah. it, it, all that still, it still remains true to this day. We got to change. Like if you invite me somewhere, I'm not ever going to think, am I going to be the only black or, uh, you know, are there, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. if you invite me, I'm coming or I'm not coming, but it's not right. going to be because of what I think, or who I think is going to be there, or what yeah. I, you know, it's just, it's just, it's kind of nuts, man. It's nuts. Yeah. It's, it's that that's relationship that. piece, right? Mm -hmm. Right. That's a great. That's a great story, man. Right, yeah. and it's just funny that she would invite me, and then, you know, and I showed up to a retirement party, and I was the only black person, and I had a great time, and <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I never even tripped on being the only black, but I had to throw that back at her, you know. Yeah. After right. you know, I had right. to. That's dope, though. Like that's dope. She realized and understood now. Like, mm -hmm. okay, I can't, I can't move that certain way no more. Yeah, and right. and, and that's the the thing is like this 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 rock that we're trying to move. Um, mm -hmm. That's that's racism. Um, that's uh, inequality. That's that's unfairness. That's police brutality. <clears throat> it's been here for years. Right. Centuries. 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 <laughs> and so we know it's not happening overnight. Nope. And and there's there's a space for growth and development. Like we're not like saying like I mean, we're not putting you on a plank and saying like either get the shit together or we kicking your ass off the boat. Um no. but it's it's that real sentiment of really start to change and develop. And the thing is, and I'm sure both of you will agree with this statement, we know it's all not going to be eradicated ever. It's still going to be here. Like right. Oh, yeah. But when it's when it's a universal thing like like <clears throat> like housing, no redlining, you know, not having places that are grocery deserts, um, right. more quality education, um, when we look at police reform and everything, those are across the board things of what we're looking for. Mm -hmm. And like the thing is, it only benefits everybody. 
right. because they love, because they love to throw like oh well, well more white cops um <clears throat> more white people were killed by white cops okay well if we start well, to they're the majority yeah they're the majority but right. when but when we start to change the reform that won't even be there that's right. the one thing you want to hold your hat onto right right and do you and i mean when's the last i mean i'm just sitting here doug when you said what you just said my mind got to wondering i can't think of the last time i've seen on the news a white cop killing a white person i'm just mm-hmm. like Man. you know and i'm talking about on some cold-blooded type shit now yeah. you're out robbing a bank and you get caught you know what i mean they gotta you know waste you out in the street that's one thing but i'm just saying like i, I don't remember i just i there, don't there's, remember there's a, no white, a white cop killing a, a white person on the news there, or in the newspaper yeah no there's no equivalent because then if you think about it even think about it george zinnerman and uh trayvon martin there's no equivalent of that in a reverse nature that's what i'm saying right there's there's no there's no equivalent he he went beyond what the the 911 and everything was telling him and he's still fine he's out here fucking he's, signing uh, signing guns and shit right but there's and no equivalent even, to I, that i can't uh, believe that he's even walking around still but. yeah and that's and, the that's the that's the problem with this country and that's right. the prime example and right. that's what we're trying to get handle we're trying to get a handle on this cruel justice system right and the 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 connect that our lives are valuable and they should matter just like the next person life life matters that's it regardless so that's that's what we're trying to do See, and, and, and before we go into try to kick it up a little bit and talk about positives and how we can change this, <clears throat> I really believe, and, and if somebody's listening to this and you have insight and can refute this, uh, please give it to me because I really want to, I, I'm not even want to, I would truly believe this in my heart when I was thinking about this a couple months ago or weeks ago and in my head. I believe these police departments in the in the vicinity where they have these high highly known athletes especially black athletes i believe they have their pictures and stuff unfiled in there to know who they are be to make sure that they're not killed because if you think about it when athletes have run in with the police it's never in the state that they actually live no right Mm-mm. right Mm-mm. and i'm sure they know the police have to know they know. They know. They know. They know. They know. <laughs> they but see, know, look, I'm know, saying that's they, part. That's they part of the system. House, right? They know this great big house. They, they, they know when that that Mercedes drives by. They're running plates. They know. And 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 word gets around. You know, with with police. Like, hey, man. You know, uh, Michael Jordan. You know, what I'm saying he. You know, he's he's living here now. You know what I mean? Like, you know, oh, really, Michael Jordan? Yeah. You know what I mean? He he he's in a condo. You know down here in, in Jupiter, Florida. You know, they know. They mm-hmm. they talk. It gets but, around. But like Chappelle they know said these guys are like Chappelle said, I shouldn't have to be Dave Chappelle to not get shot. Right. You're right. You're a thousand percent right. So uh shit, so much. So <laughs> so much, man. It's yeah. a lot, man. And it's and, and it's, it's, it's daily. It's, it's that martial arts. It's that black martial arts. Like it's mm-hmm. it's, it's it's real. And so um, Jay, you touched on it a little bit, but Rashad, I also want to hear on you, um, and you've touched on it as well, just 
steps forward. Like, like, or it could be a step. Like, it, 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 like, <laughs> is this is this the finale? So just steps, steps forward. Steps, <laughs> All right. steps forward. Um, I mean to kind of wrap it all up then if, if you if you may say um i think the the steps forward is we gotta have our uh our black figures they have to start talking to these owners who support these legislative um and 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 people in politics and governments and so forth uh who give their support who give their financial support they need to start talking to them and we need to start hitting these politicians in the locals, in these local cities, the governments mm-hmm. or whatnot in these states to really create this change. And like I said, uh, at the top of the show, we have to get our white brothers and sisters who are mm-hmm. willing to listen, who are willing to support, to yep. really push that forward because ultimately this is still white America and they yep. have the power and the privilege to create yep. that change and, and yep. will help us create that change yep. in this country. Yep. Yep. We all got to stand together. Yeah. I mean, we just, we have to, we all have to stand together. It's going to take more than black people mm-hmm. to change this. We all, it just, it's got to come from everybody. Right. You know, and I stand with my, you know, Cinco de Mayo comes and everybody laughs. I, you know, I stand with my Mexican brothers. I know oh, that's not I a real Mexican holiday, but you know what I mean. Like, I stand with my Mexican brothers. I stand with my yeah. Asian brothers, my Filipinos. Yeah. Like I stand with them all. But I need you to stand with me, me as exactly. well. Yeah. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And that's all we're asking. And right. it's, it's, it's those battles. Like I have some friends. Uh, who have been like, and I've, they've been sharing, and not in the sense of like bragging, sharing, but like sharing like the battles that they're even having in their families uh, right. to really change that narrative and everything, and that, and that's some work, and it's and it's some development. And the thing is, you you don't have to be a rocket science scientist to do all this stuff. Um, you just have to have an open heart. Right. I mean, at that's the end of the day, like they, you just have to have an open heart, uh, a willingness to to learn and grow, <clears throat> and know that. This benefits everybody. Like it's, yes. it's like right. there's not. This isn't just like the the right. the black package that we're looking for. Even though the reparations oh. is going to be our black package, like so. It's not <laughs> right. But right. but the equality of what all the other stuff is lessens the blow of just all the stuff, and then we can look at stuff at a more upheaval way and everything. Right. And, and that's when we can and start developing more stuff and all this stuff can ha- happen simultaneously we right. can, we can right. look at the inequalities and and the stressors and everything that women are facing in in workplaces mm-hmm. and just in life in general and everything and then it just right. the ball continues to roll and then we all grow and develop with that nothing right. beauty can happen from that right 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 right, right. i agree i, I agree, agree too. so i mean i agree work so man we're... i have a i have a i have a, one of my really good friends he's white man and um we you come from two him totally out? different places. shout him out on the podcast my boy ryan richards man <laughs> um good dude though really like a good heart you know and we met um man we met a long time ago but we're from two totally different sides of the world and um when uh the whole george floyd thing happened he didn't say nothing to me for about a week and then he he sent me a, a heartfelt 
uh, text message and I ended up posting it on Facebook, but he was just like, he was just like, you know, man, this, like, this has blown me away. And he was like, I've, I've sat in my room and I've cried. And he was just like, man, like, I'm going to donate money. I'm going to get with legislative, you know, the whole legislative. He's like, I gotta, he's like, I feel like I have to do something. And he was like, he's like, Jay, man, I'm, I'm standing with you. He's like, you know, I'm standing with you. And one of the things that, one of the things I like about our relationship is like, he's totally against this whole Kamala Harris thing. He's like, what? Like, he's like, there's no way, like he, he's totally against it. And, 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 I, and I get, you know, like, I don't want to go into the whole conversation of why he didn't like it, but he was just saying that there's so many other candidates that could have, mm -hmm. you know, that Biden could have chose. But when it comes to the, this whole police brutality and just the, 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 the whole blackness and not, not the blackness, but just the whole uh, people of color, he's with it. And I told him, I'm like, I'm gonna need you to continue to keep standing with me, you know, because it's, and I told him like, it's gonna take you, it's gonna take your daughter, it's gonna take your wife, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like it's gonna take, and it just started with you guys, you know what I mean? Like when you're talking to your other white friends, you gotta push this, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and even if they don't even agree with it, you still gotta push it just so they know that, yeah. you know, okay, well, you know, we can't, you know, we can't talk to Ryan about it. You know what I mean? You know, we're against it. We can't talk to him because he's for it. So, I mean, there, there are, there are people out there, man. There, there are a lot of people out there, um, whites that see what's going on and then see, they see what has gone on for the last 400 years yeah. and, and, and they don't like it. So we just need those people to continue to keep standing up. You right. know, I agree. It's, it's, it's real, man. It's, it's real work. It's, it's, and the thing is, is it's never, even when the Black Panthers and everything were going, I mean, it was never like, we want you completely gone. We just yeah. want equality. Like, it's, it's, it's not, we not at, and it, I was joking with somebody, I forget who it was, and I was telling them, I was like, if we probably went to the damn government and asked them for unicorns, they could probably produce us some unicorns if we asked for them. Like, they'd be like, oh, you want a unicorn? Oh, we got that at Area 51. Like, right. You know, like, right, right. We just, like mm -hmm. I said, we just want to matter, man. Like, yeah. We just want, you know what I mean? We just want to matter. That's it. Yeah, that's it. You know, and I, and, and that's not even hard to, that's, it doesn't seem like a hard thing to ask for, but, but in, in actuality, it's very hard. It's yeah. a very hard thing to ask for because there's so many people against it. You know, like, well, well, how come all lives don't matter? Well, all lives do matter. But again, you don't see white people getting shot in the back seven, eight times, you know, in front of their kids. You don't and see like, that. Right. Even even, even even on crystal meth, you know what I mean? Out there spazzing the fuck out. You don't see cops gunning down whites. You yeah. just don't. And so just from, like I said, from a human Okay, wait, hold on. Let me, let me interject real quick. Or if they are then we need to get on their heads for that because they hiding shit very well. So it's like, so right. the thing is, exactly. we there exactly. for that too. Like, it's right. not like, just right. oh well. Exactly. It's police brutality across the board. It don't matter. Across the board. The man, yeah, it, like it I said, you arrest, you arrest someone and let them have their day in court. And that's it. Mm -hmm. you know, oh, well, it's, we gotta, we gotta change that court too. So it's like, well, you know oh my God. But if it's six or seven, 
if it's six or seven of us and it's one of you, once I have you in handcuffs, it should be over. I don't yeah. care if you kicking and screaming or whatever. It, once, once we, once you're detained and you're in handcuffs, you throw your ass in a police car and take you to jail. But, 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 but black folks ain't going home. They're not going home to their family. Yeah. They're not even going into a jail cell so that their families can come see them in jail. They're and, just being gunned down. And this is what this is what Rashad touched on earlier. When we look at when we talk about nurses and doctors, and you can mm -hmm. even throw like educators in here. You can throw retail people That's, in here. Mm -hmm. We all of those professions, and most, for the most part, a lot of professions, we deal with disgruntled people who will get in your face. Who will who will push you? Who will tempt you? And you telling me a retail worker can't stay calm, like can I mean can't stay calm in the in the face of somebody trying to challenge them and and belittle them in the sense of, oh, you had a nothing job and anyway and all of this, but you tell me the police officer can't. Exactly. That's telling me that there's unrest in that person that that you need to really look at and train and develop because if. Right. if if the if the seventeen year old at at Target can be calm in the situation of what a what a customer will give him, why the hell can't this police officer? Yeah, I agree. You damn right. You damn right. <laughs> and I just like I just I You're damn right. I mean I done dealt with it in education. You get it, and and mm -hmm. students or whatever parents want to test you. I got to keep my calm. Yeah. I can't be like just flip off on you. Right, exactly. And it's Always like even professional. Yeah, all and those those policies have to change because the cops get so much fucking leeway. The police unions, all of this stuff, like you could just walk in to hell. I mean, you could probably just do anything. And and this is and I posted this on on, on uh, some social media. I can't remember or I maybe haven't yet. Part of the reason that's the problem with the society is the society loves movies and shows about bad cops and that helps what's happening in real society yeah okay because people love movies when it's a bad oh it's a bad cop like, oh right. like they right. doing their thing so well shit look at denzel you know what i'm saying yeah look what he did for training day they love that he got an award for that he didn't get yeah. an award for remember the titans and all the other great right. films he did but they, like you right. said they love they love bad cops and that and that just equates to what society accepts and allows and is and is and is crazy but it may but it makes sense at the same time and that's why black lives can be devalued not cared about looked down upon because but then it's also the the bad boy cop like it's always the bad boy cop and it's like oh right. and like right, 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 right. fantasy and and everything of it and it's, and it's, and it's bullshit right i agree i agree i'm, I'm i agree with you 1000% it's, it's 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 wild, man, and I just but like I think at this point, man, and like 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 Rashad touched on earlier, and even like my lady touched on, it's like it's like we're back in the night in the sixties. Yeah, and so and so how like what do we do? How do we like? I don't even know how we lost. <laughs> like how do we even like? I feel like we're in the movie Groundhog's Day. Like how do we even get all the way back here to to the sixties in two thousand twenty? Yeah. So it, it, it may not even, it, it feels like we got to start all over again. Mm -hmm. And I don't have kids. Uh, you know, I got stepkids, but like, we need to start focusing on just trying to change so that 
maybe they can start to change yeah. and maybe their kids, I mean, because it, it, we're once again behind the eight ball, we're, we're behind again. Mm-hmm. And, and so somehow we, we, you know, it's sad that we're here, but we may not see this change. Oh, yeah. My no. mom told me, Doug, I remember my mom told me, man, she told me, my mom told me uh, that my kids' kids would probably never see a black president. And so, you know, she was she had passed by the time Barack had got, you know, into presidency. But I when when that whole inauguration was going down, I was crying like a baby watching it because I was like, damn, you know what I mean? Like, I wish that my mom was here to see this because she mm-hmm. told me, you know, that my kids kids, you know, would, you know, would just never see a black president. Yeah. So now it's like, OK, like how can we get to some equality what what generation is going to see some equality yeah you know what i mean is it you know it's not it's probably not going to be our generation you mm-hmm. know but you know we gotta we have to fight for the for the next you know you know and and, and that's and that's the the work is the the generational work because this this is how you have to look at it is uh generational work is generational development and so you touch on right. that, and and so this is this is part of my reason, like because so many people, and I've even said to myself, I'm like, how are we still here? It's 2020, like we should be advanced and everything, and like so what happened? Because I also take this in the sense of how people will say that same thing. It's like, oh, like especially in around our generation, um, a little bit more. They're like, oh, what's what's wrong? We're in 2020. Where are the jets and flying cars and all this stuff? And right. and honestly, part of the part we're of there, the re- though. yeah part of the reason why we're here though like with all the social unrest is honestly we a lot of us were asleep a lot mm-hmm. a lot of us were asleep we got into whatever our, maybe our professions were we fell in love with all this technology that boomed um fashion and everything and then it just it was still in in the underbelly of that and and just ruining everything and so i want to get your guys's view on that like were we asleep? Why do you think we're still here in 2020? Um, I mean, I, I guess I could say the reason why we're still here in 2020 is because we, we've come so far, but we really haven't changed the root of the problem. Yeah. Truly, we, we still haven't changed the legislative laws, the justice, the the judicial system is flawed. Mm -hmm. We know that we haven't changed, like I said, the the policing, um, the training. These, we haven't changed these institutions across the country. So we're still dealing with the same things. But how do we change that though? How do we change it, Rashad? I feel like, I feel like from p- police reform, I feel like we have to get. Here's the thing, I, and, and I and and I say this. Talk to me. Talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> I say Talk this. to me. I mean, I'm serious, man. Because um, I feel like I feel like we have to change. We have to hold these cops accountable. We have to put laws in place that if you kill unarmed civilians without probable cause. And it's excessive. I've always said that. There needs to be a law in place. If that happens, you will serve jail time just like a regular civilian. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. If right. that happens, if we start putting laws in place for the police force like that, then you'll start seeing the bad apples start start dispersing mm-hmm. from the force because they know they can serve serious jail time. And that sounds a, that sounds that sounds amazing, but the the same people that are a part of this whole judicial system are are right. also with the cops. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, um, man, I, I mean, and I'm sitting there, Doug, and my mind is racing because <laughs> I don't even think I have an answer. Hey, um, it's all good, man. Um, I, I, no, I mean, because it's like I was telling my uh, I was telling my lady, and I, I'm not trying to go off the subject, but I was telling my lady, I uh, had a female friend back in the uh, early 90s, and she was telling me that, and this is, man, I don't even know if I should actually really say this shit, but she was telling me that um, there used to be this cop, mm-hmm. this this cop that used to, she was a cocktail waitress. She used to uh, waitress at different nightclubs. And this cop would always come, he was almost stalking her. He would come and uh, he would sit there and she'd wait on him, he'd order a club soda. And so, uh, she said one day she was working and she got off work and she's driving and she gets pulled over and it's this cop. And so, you know, when she rolls her window down, she looks and she's, you know, he's like, now he's all business, you know, license registration, man. She's like, uh, come on. You know, she's like, you know, you, you saw me tonight, you know, I just got off, you know? And so he's like, you know, yeah, but I, you know, you, you swerve. So I don't know if you were drinking. She's like, okay. So she gives him her license and registration. And um, he comes back to her car and he says, uh, I need you to step out of your car. And she goes, for what? He goes, well, you know, just take you this little sobriety or whatever. And so she said that, you know, she gets out of her car. She's walking. He tells her to walk back towards her his car. And as she's walking back towards his car, he grabs her and throws her in the back of the backseat of the police car. And so she said that she's screaming and kicking and fighting for her life. And this guy has his hands up. This police officer has his hands up her skirt, literally violating her. Well, she bit him and it got crazy. So he arrested her. And when he took her to jail, there was a lot of the ladies that were at the jail, the other police officers that knew her because she was like a, you know, a Mm -hmm. popular face amongst the nightclubs, you know, and so um, when she got released, her mom was like, we're going to fucking sue Oakland. We're going to sue yeah. the OPD. Well, her mom was best friends with one of the biggest judges at that time, one of the biggest judges in Oakland. And the judge told her mom, point blank, drop it. Stay away from it. This guy is dangerous and he will kill your entire family. What? Look, your, da- your daughter got out of jail let it go it's over and her and her mom were beyond pissed this this actually took place in the 80s but her and her mom were beyond pissed they were like what the fuck like we can't do anything and one of the biggest judges at oakland at that time was like no you can't do anything so i I just say all that to say like how do we change when the people that are at the top I mean, you're a judge and you're telling someone not to push this because this cop is so dangerous that, so there's really, so her and her mom just pretty much, they didn't do anything. 
And and she. And, and, oh, go ahead. Sorry about that. And I mean, she's she's an older lady now. You know what yeah. I mean? But it, it's just like, and so if you can imagine if that was happening then, what's really happening now? Now. No. So how do we again? How do we change? How do well, we no, change? it's 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 like it's like Rashad saying, like the policy change and everything, but it's people looking at all the aspects because we there's a whole bunch of different interactions that's happening with the police that ain't right. Because in in similar tone to that, they had to fucking just recently pass laws. I think it's in 18 states now where police officers can't have sex with um, civilians in the car, like people that they're arresting and everything, because that was a thing. Just like right. in your story, this is right. sick, man. And like, and these right. are the people that you're putting in these positions. Like, I right. And this dude are... should have been. Uh, this dude should have been off of the street, but he kept, he he was so powerful, you know what I mean? And he and and I mean, for a judge to say, drop it, let it go, you know, like like that. Just imagine how much power that police officer had. And and you got and you got to think like with that judge, the judge probably knew that girl very well, almost like family. Right, that's what I'm saying. Right, he knew he knew her mom. You know what I mean? Yeah. He watched her grow up, so he knew what kind of you know woman she was. But I, I just I don't know, man. Like Shit, I don't man. ever, I don't ever, <laughs> I don't ever see this. I don't ever see this changing. I, I just don't. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, because you know, white America runs. They run everything. So. It's gonna be, I don't know. Like my head is spinning right now. My wheels are turning because I'm like, I want to see a change. I want to see everyone be treated fairly, yeah. not just blacks or not just people of color. I want to see whites treated fairly too. But I just don't see how it's gonna change when you have so much corruption, you know, within the system. Like it, 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 it would, it, it would take a major overhaul. And there's the, there's so much evil out there that, that I mean they control yeah. it all, you know what I mean. So it's like you might have you might have one or two people that are all for you know changing things, but then you, you still have this evil. Yeah. You still have all these evil people that are in place. Well, I, I think I think part of because you got my head spinning right now, so like, we definitely about to end this soon because I'm like I might need to go just decompress <laughs> for a minute. Right, but right. uh, but it it comes like like what Rashad was saying was, but it's also the the level of getting people with the conscious minds and hearts in positions of power, but then also right. making sure that we back them as communities in those positions. Um, right. And I mean, I know a lot of people are calling for the police unions because the police unions are like one of the most powerful unions in this country. So it's going to be part of that and and taking that monster down. Um, and everything as well, and they gonna have to get uncomfortable because, like, the thing it's is, time for them to get uncomfortable. Yeah, no, it's 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 way right. more over time, and and the folks in Congress because we coming for you too. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. a whole yeah. other thing. Yeah. It's like time for folks to get uncomfortable in these positions, and you just can't be sitting in there and and dilly dallying. Like I had a friend post a right. couple weeks ago, and I and I love the post because he was like, and I mean he's not like a Trump supporter, but he was saying. Like he was showing like Nancy Pelosi, like Maxine Waters, like all these other people, and he's like, "Y'all been in these offices for like forty plus years." And right. It's like you, everything, right. it's can't to go. Be, everything can't be him in three years. Right. It's like time it, to go, though. It, it can't. It's it's time for new blood to get in there. It's like That's it's what I'm saying. You just can't be sitting there. So it's gonna be that upheaval of youth and and everything getting into these positions to be 
more open. But then it's also like you said, Jay, the evil is still out there because the evil is teaching the new evil. Right. Exactly. Because it's that's what like that's and, what I mean. and that's but it's just gonna have to be those uncomfortable situations when something happens. It's gonna be it's gonna have to be like when women feel uncomfortable and they're like in clubs and then like that creepy guy comes in and all the women coming around that like that that girl or whatever. Right. It's gonna have right. to be that where them like you can't feel comfortable like just doing whatever the hell you want. And that's what it's gonna be. It's gonna have to be recording. It's gonna have to be all the stuff. I mean, we saw the stuff that came out with uh I can't never say his name, but the GM for the uh for Toronto and all the shit and like he getting sued, the cop trying to sue oh, yeah. him. him. But yeah. but right. it's like and it's like the audacity to even mm-hmm. do that. So right. like you said, Jay, it's it's a it's it's I it's it's hard to see. Um trust me, it it's hard to see. We gotta stay hopeful. We're gonna we're gonna keep building oh, yeah. up um and move forward. And I know and I know you're hopeful in that sense, but I Definitely. mean but if you if you try to tackle that alone, that's that's when the defeat definitely comes. But um, mm-hmm. it just got to stay. Like you, just just like you have generations and generations of people that have been on welfare, and they and, and they taught their kids how to yeah. do that same thing. It's the same thing in our judicial system and, mm-hmm. and in the Congress. The evil, right. the old evil, or have now taught their the young evil that you know their kids how to how to to navigate and get over and to get into these positions like right now if right now like when everybody's like oh trump's got to get out of there it's like even if he did even if they impeached him and he and they kicked him out of the white house he still had a ton of people in position that could still run his mm-hmm. bullshit mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what i mean so it's like yeah you get rid of trump but the the bullshit still is going to go the, on the, the evil is still the country it ain't the position right. it's the, it's the right. country it's the country yep Right, mm-hmm. right. So, man, fellas, um, it's 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 been a good one, man. Um, yeah, this is fire. <laughs> no, like I I, I can't oh, yeah. I can't wait to see the comments and the emails and everything from this one. So, and we we definitely gonna have to do it again. But um, just any last words uh, you want to leave them with? Um, either one of you could go first. Go ahead, Rashad. Um, I just I just think we we gotta just continue this revolution and fight for change. Um, uh, you know, I know it's not going to happen overnight and we, we understand that, but a lot like these athletes that's on a certain platform, we're going to continue to still push this because this is not going to go away and we're not going to let it go away. That's the main thing. We can't let this go away. We got the country's full attention and we should continue to have the country's full attention, full attention until certain laws are in place that can not only benefit us, but benefit all. Because all we want is equality. We want to just be looked at as uh, 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 anybody, any other man or woman in this country. Mm -hmm. You know, so, so yeah. So my, my, my last words are just continue to push this agenda, man. Continue to keep the fight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to keep fighting um i'm gonna keep uh posting and shoving it down everybody's throats as far as all of this racism um i so you guys just probably just started following me on on facebook but i post a lot of jokes and i try to keep it you know low-key um because i never really wanted to be you know the political guy 
Yeah. And but but one of the things that I said and I actually said this last week, I'm like, okay, we're kind of getting away. Like, okay, this whole George Floyd thing is kind of it's kind of dying. Mm-hmm. And and I'm like, we're kind of getting away from this. And I, I kept saying, like, I'm hoping people don't forget. And then all of a sudden, this happens. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, now everybody is woke again. And I, I feel like we all need to continue to stay woke and we all need to continue to 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 keep pushing and keep fighting. Uh, not just when something bad happens. It's kind of like they say, like, you know, how come we only all get together when somebody dies? Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we could be spending time with each other all year round, but, it, you know, all of a sudden, like, a family member dies, it's like, okay, oh, now we're all end up at the funeral. It's mm-hmm. like, we got to keep, we got to keep getting together and we got to keep talking about this, not just when a man gets shot in his back seven times, mm-hmm. but it needs to, we got to keep that platform out there. And so I, I feel like in closing for me, I'm going to continue to keep that platform out there that I'm going to continue to talk about it. I don't care if it, it makes people uncomfortable. I'm going to continue to keep posting about it. And, and, you know, we can talk about sports, but we, we also got to talk about this real life shit yeah. too. Okay. Yeah. So, so Jay stole my point basically. Like, <laughs> we did that, but, uh... I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nah, 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 it's all good. Um, but uh, Jesus, you said something else that I wanted to follow up on, but now I forgot it. But um, what I was going to say is build your communities and be honest. Like, build your communities and be honest. Like, whatever it is you need. If it's, and the thing is, like, like Jay was saying, build that community and don't let it just be like, oh, this is the community I go to for like XYZ, but really, really build you a farm of people that where you can get the crops and the nutrients that you need. If you're looking for work stuff, if you're looking to be inspired, if you're looking to be uncomfortable, it's time to really lit all of these walls down. Um, and a friend of mine recently, like I, I like this because we usually talk about putting walls up around our heart, like when we're hurt, but he talked about making our hearts rubber so people bounce off of it. And so, mm. like, you got to be careful of doing either one of those. Like, it's it's, it's mm. vital. Let people in. Being vulnerable is a scary thing, but it's the mm. it's the most rewarding thing you can do in this life because you're gonna grow. Nobody grows without uncomfort. There's no yes. growth that happens without uncomfort at any point in your life. One of the things I like to say is that big tree. Imagine the biggest tree you ever seen in your real life. It started from a seed and it wasn't comfortable for that seed to grow into that big tree. It wasn't comfortable because it was a seed. It could have stayed a seed and just said, I'm going to stay here. But it had to grow to what it needs to be. So you got to develop to build your communities and develop them out and be honest in those communities. And if just work on that, because all of us are struggling with something and we need those communities and everything here. And so the last thing I the last thing I'll say is erase the murderers arrest the murderers of brianna taylor because that's still out there and that still needs to be covered so until next time y'all this has been the dig on doug podcast peace this has been another episode of dig on doug i really hope you got something out of this and if you did go ahead and make sure you hit that subscribe button and leave a comment below i want to hear from you also you can reach me on instagram at dig or email me at dig at gmail.com share this with your family friends co-workers and your squad i look forward to your comments and with that keep digging y'all
Peace out.